Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. Porik, we join you and you link up with us on yet another very worrying day in the country of Ukraine and worldwide now at this stage. Before we look at to the core issues here, your response to the statement issued by Vladimir Putin yesterday about the nuclear threat, were you absolutely shocked by this? Well, of course, it is another shocking move in what has been a series of shocking moves on the part of Vladimir Putin. Um, uh, I think that it indicates um, how hard-pressed he is feeling. Um, especially because of the economic sanctions. Were you surprised by the Russian President uh, Putin's actions initially? I have to confess that I was. Um, I suppose um, it is. It has become and had become inconceivable to all of us that a war would break out in Europe, um, above all in ways that have uh, so many parallels to what happened in 1938, when Adolf Hitler was uh, threatening Czechoslovakia. Um, So I was surprised because I thought that um, what he was doing was uh, aimed at creating leverage for him to achieve something in negotiations. So I hadn't reckoned with him actually invading the Ukraine. And what was your reaction to that invasion then? I'm told you've described it as the single biggest transgression in the international rule-based order. So can you tell us what your reaction was to the invasion? Well, that was my reaction. It's a very sinister development. And um, I think that um, um, all the countries of Europe had drawn uh, conclusions from uh, what led to the Second World War and from the events of that war itself. Uh, that it was imperative that we construct uh, a rules-based international order uh, which would uh, make that kind of thing um, completely um, out of date. Is it an attempt, do you think, to reignite a Russian empire? Well, <laughs> it, is, it is interesting um, to look at it from that point of view. As it happens, um, uh, this year in, in Russia, they are marking the 300th anniversary of the establishment of the Russian Empire. Uh, that's to say, the one established by Peace of the Great. Uh, and next year will be the 100th anniversary uh, of the establishment of the Soviet Union, uh, which was, um, all things considered, another kind of Russian Empire. Um, but I think that, um, in my reading of it, what is behind all this is a very deep feeling of resentment, uh, resentment towards uh, the West, especially on the part of uh, basically one man, Vladimir Putin. Is he as mad as a box of frogs, as one newspaper headline, one of the Red Top said today, as mad as a box of frogs? Do you think he's well, mad? Like, like most things that appear in the Red Tops, this is uh, a simplification of course, he isn't mad in, in the sense of being lunatic. Um, he is, of course, uh, completely out of the uh, categories that we have all been working at, which I've, with, which I've just been referring to. But to, to put him down as, as mad in the sense of lunatic uh, would not be helpful to anybody. Is the United Nations compromised by Russia having such a, a powerful veto? Well, the United Nations, um, what one has to say about the United Nations is that it is imperfect uh, on the one hand, 
But on the other hand, if it didn't exist, uh, we would uh, need to reinvent it. Um, it was, uh, as you probably know, uh, successful to the League of Nations. And one of the lessons drawn from the League of Nations was that um, such an organization couldn't work if the major movers and shakers did not have the veto. Um, and in 1945, one of the major uh, movers and shakers was the Soviet Union. The Western response, Parik, has it been too slow? No, I, I don't think so. Um, I um, am bold enough to uh, to imagine that uh, the reaction of everybody else was uh, more or less the same as my own. We didn't expect this outbreak of war in Europe. Uh, the reaction has been very consistent since then and very decisive. And as I said at the beginning, um, the package of sanctions uh, that have been decided on the West are uh, so uh, extraordinarily severe uh, that um, Putin is very much uh, feeling uh, the result of it. And, of course, uh, unfortunately, the people of the, uh, of the Russian states will uh, eventually begin to feel this also. And where will you stand, say, on the Russian ambassador being in Ireland at the moment, Porig? Do you think it's time for him to be exiled now and put out of the country? I don't think that at all. Um, I think that is... Uh, um, a, a, a kind of move which um, appears uh, very uh, reasonable. But um, behind it all, uh, we, um, if we are to maintain a world that we can all live in, need to be able to talk to one another. And perhaps yeah. you will excuse me as a former ambassador uh, for saying that uh, the position of ambassadors is crucial in this respect. Uh, they are the messengers of their governments um, through whom and from whom messages are interchanged. Right. And it's, it seems a satisfying uh, move to expel him, but it's counterproductive. Is it because your belief is that you, you need to keep the dialogue channels open and by having him here, there's a chance to do that? Well, of course, that, uh, that's what I mean. Um, and the Minister for Foreign Affairs has even... Uh, given one example of it, uh, if we have problems uh, affecting our citizens who live in Russia, how do we deal with it? Uh, you can be quite certain that if we expel uh, the Russian ambassador here, uh, the Russians in, um, in response will expel our ambassador in Moscow. And where does that leave us? Uh, we condemn what they have been doing. But we need to uh, keep the channels open. Your time in Russia was a lot different to what uh, we're currently going through. Do you look back on that period with great fondness? What was it like? Who, who were you dealing with? Remind us, it was in the 80s. Well, I, I dealt with the, the last three uh, general secretaries of the Communist Party, the Soviet Union, uh, Brezhnev, Andropov, Chernenko and uh, Gorbachev. Uh, it was, of course, extraordinary, an extraordinarily interesting time because it was the end of the, uh, of the Soviet Union, as we had all known it. Um, Churchill once described Russia as uh, uh, a riddle wrapped in an enigma. It was a fascinating enigma to try to decode, uh, but it was uh, a, a very, very um, dysfunctional uh, form of government and even... Vladimir Putin uh, recognizes this. Where do you think this is all going to end? <laughs> well, uh, if I uh, were to answer that question with uh, pronounced certainty, 
uh, you could say that um, I was uh, delusional. Uh, the, the shocking thing about it is that it's unprecedented, uh, and there are no um, there are no guidelines uh, which would uh, which would help us in order to determine how it's going to end. I, I don't know. Uh, the best answer is that um, Vladimir Putin will see that he is engaged on, on something not only impossible, but uh, of, of very negative consequences for his own country and the rest of the world. But uh, that time hasn't come yet. I, I refuse to forecast what's going to happen. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.